0: Welcome to Center Ice, the Hockey Alberta Podcast, the home of all things hockey in this great province. Now here's your host, Troy Durell.
1: Hey, it's Troy Durell, and welcome to another episode of Center Ice, the Hockey Alberta Podcast. February is Black History Month, and as part of Hockey Alberta's celebration of black athletes, we welcome Edmonton Junior Oilers forward Layla Matthew and McEwen University Griffins head coach Zach Daly to the podcast. Both of our guests have incredible stories, and I am thrilled to have them on for this edition. Without further ado, here's Layla Matthew. At just 16 years of age, Matthew has already made her name known around the province, as she was granted the opportunity to play in the AFHL's U18 AAA division, as an underage player with the Edmonton Pandas. She then went on to suit up for North Korea and Alberta Challenge, as well as for Team Alberta at the Women's National U18 Championship in November. Due to all of her success, she committed to the University of Clarkson and will continue to be a role model for young girls who want to follow in her footsteps. Layla, thanks for being on Center Ice, the Hockey Alberta Podcast. I just wanted to start things off here. I mentioned off the top that you're in your season right now with Edmonton. Just how is that going for you?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's going really good. We just hit the second half. First half, we're kind of just getting all the new players on the team, kind of trying to gel on our lines and kind of now we're just focusing, working towards provincials. It's going really well.
1: You also recently took part in the U18 showcase in Red Deer. Just how did that go?
2: Uh, Yeah, it was actually a really great weekend for us. We got three straight wins. So it's a really good feeling, especially since we want to get a bye going into provincials, hopefully. So it's pretty good. I want to go back
1: a little bit here to your early days. Obviously, we're doing a bit of a profile here on you. Just, I wanted to know how you got introduced into hockey, and maybe when did it become a realization that you really love the sport?
2: Yeah. Well, obviously I grew up with two brothers and they played, so I think I wanted to play ever since they did, and they've always pushed me to do my hardest. And I think probably just watching them growing up.
1: You mentioned your brothers there. Were they your role models? Did you have any other role models growing up in the sport of hockey?
2: I would definitely say they were my role models. My middle brother, Kai, he's playing for Kamloops Blazers right now in the WHL. So I think definitely he's who I compete with most and he gives me the best advice for sure. I watched a
1: video of you a couple days ago that was done by Hockey Edmonton. And it was just talking about how you were granted permission to play U18 as an underage player. Just how was that experience for you playing against older girls? And do you think that that helped your game grow and evolve?
2: Oh, definitely. I think there was such a speed change there. So I kind of had to get used to the speed once I got granted. But yeah, just being on a team with all those older girls was amazing because they had already so much knowledge of the game. And they're just really big role models for me too. So I really looked up to them. I think they as well pushed me to be my best.
1: So honestly, you played for Team Alberta at the U18 Nationals this past November, although the result maybe wasn't what you wanted it to be, just how do you think that experience helped your growth to be able to match up against the best players from across the country?
2: Yeah, for sure. It was an incredible experience. I think playing against the best girls in the country really kind of opens up your eyes a little bit more and, you know, seeing who your real competition is. And I think, again, they definitely pushed me to be better. And I think from that experience, I've learned so much, but not only from all my coaches, but. From the teams i played against as well
1: playing for team canada down the line is a real possibility for you lots of them have gone through kind of the team alberta program playing for team alberta at the u nationals just as you get further along in your career how meaningful would that be for you to be able to suit up for your country and play in one of those tournaments
2: yeah well that's obviously been the dream since i started playing hockey so it would mean so much to me especially playing on a big stage like that in front of so many people Um It'd be amazing for women's hockey as well for me. So yeah, that's definitely the big dream and I love it.
1: Clarkson University, you just recently committed there. What made them the school that you'd like to attend?
2: I think they've just built such an amazing culture around their team. And I think their coaching staff is really gonna help me probably make that main goal is Team Canada for sure. And I also just like that it was a smaller school. There's a lot of Canadians on the team as well. Some that I know from Alberta too. So I think that definitely pushed my decision to go there.
1: You mentioned culture. Just what about their culture was it that really stood out to you?
2: I think they kind of don't really have like a rookie vet kind of policy like everyone's pretty equal and I guess I just really like that everyone starts off with the same track at the start of the season.
1: EWHL has been a hot topic in the hockey world as of late obviously they've had really great attendance throughout the first couple weeks of their startup season just how cool is it for you as a young female hockey player to know that you have a professional league to be able to strive for and play in?
2: It's obviously awesome I know Since I was younger, I always, you know, I want to play in the NHL. and Why can't there be a league like that for women? And now that there is one, that's huge for the girls' league. And I think it's amazing for younger girls as well. So they have something to look forward to after college. But yeah, that's obviously pretty cool because we're getting so much attention in the media now, and I think it's awesome.
1: I know the season's only a couple weeks old, pretty new teams and all that. But do you have a team that you've kind of picked that you're following, maybe due to a favorite player or anything like that?
2: I'm definitely following Team Toronto, probably for Sarah Nurse. I've kind of been watching, you know, Darnell and I actually met the cousin, Sarah, playing basketball. I played basketball a lot. So I've kind of been following the family a little bit, but yeah, she's definitely one of my favorite players.
1: I want to transition a little bit here. February is Black History Month, which is partly why I asked you to do this interview today. Just can you tell me a little bit about your family's background and just how proud you are of your family's heritage?
2: Yeah, my dad uh, immigrated to Canada from St. Kitts in the Caribbean. So a lot of his family lives here now. And I think over the holidays, they always come and we gather with them a lot. So I have a good understanding of my heritage a lot just from them. And, you know, I love that my dad's kind of still introduced me to that type of culture as well. So I kind of helped pick up both sides.
1: You mentioned the nurse family. They are some of your role models. What kind of vibes with you with Darnell and then obviously with Sarah and Kia as well
2: I relate to them a little bit just because of their culture their race as well but you know I think just from Sarah I think she's such an amazing leader out there and just a big inspiration especially for younger girls as well so she's definitely someone I've looked up to for a while now
1: I just want to ask you Layla just about your experience playing hockey in Alberta as a BIPOC athlete just has it been a good one for you
2: yeah I think for sure I kind of Grew up playing a lot of sports, so basketball and track, and I think I've always seen a lot of diversity there. And and then obviously going to hockey, there's not as much diversity, but I think it's cool. I still feel a connection with everyone because we're all kind of striving for the same goal. We're all competing for the same thing at the end of the day.
1: The last one for you is obviously you mentioned there that hockey's a bit of a predominantly Caucasian sport, but over the last number of years, we've obviously seen a growth in starting to see more diversity across the sport. Just... Are you starting to see yourself as a bit of a role model for younger black hockey players and athletes that are starting to get into their career?
2: Yeah, I think for sure. I think I've always seen myself as just a student athlete and still at the end of the day trying to compete for the biggest goal, which is college and then obviously PWHPA. I think if there's girls who are starting to look up to me, then that's obviously a huge deal to me too because, you know, I used to be one of those girls who looked up to people like Sarah. So yeah, it's me cool.
1: Hey, thank you very much. We really appreciate you being part of this interview.
2: Yeah, of course. Thank you.
1: Just wanted to give a huge thank you to Layla for taking the time to chat with me about her on-ice success. She is destined for big things in the hockey world. Now let's move to our next guest as I interviewed McEwen University Griffins head coach, Zach Daly. Zach Daly's had quite the hockey journey. He got his introduction to hockey in Healy, Alaska before moving to Alberta to find some stronger competition. This led him to the Western Hockey League's Everett Silvertips, and the University of Alberta Golden Bears before landing a coaching job with the Griffins. Zach, welcome to Center Ice, the Hockey Alberta Podcast. Thanks for having me. I just wanted to start this interview off with asking how your first full season as head coach with McEwen is going so far. So far, so good. We kind of set a
0: goal at the start of the year to make playoffs, and we just clinched last weekend. So all things considered, it's gone pretty well. Uh, obviously, been ups and downs. i am um, given up more goals than I would like, but I think the guys have done a lot of good things. Have worked hard. I've bought into what I've asked, so it's been very enjoyable going to the rank every day.
1: You were obviously in an interim role last year for a bit, so you've had a bit of an adjustment period before you fully took over the reins. What's been the biggest adjustment for you going from an assistant coach to the head coach? Probably just the uh, professional barrier
0: that you have to maintain. I think assistant coach; it's a lot easier to have personal relationships and talk to guys and see how they're doing on a day-to-day basis. I think the head coach has to have a bit of a barrier between that. I think it's still important to know, have your team know that you care. There's just a a fine line you have to toe. I think that's been a challenge for me. Quite personable person. I like to see how everyone's doing and talk with people. So that's been a bit of a a challenge. And to be honest, it's the administrative stuff that's been the biggest adjustment from assistant coach to head coach. But great coaches here at McEwen helped me out a lot with that side of things. And the guys have been great buying into what I've been asking.
1: I just want to wrap up on the coaching questions here just by asking you, what made you decide that you wanted to get get into coaching? And just how have you found it transitioning from playing to coaching?
0: Well, to be honest, when I graduated from U of A, my goal was to go play pro hockey overseas. And that didn't work out for me. And so I was helping out at Vimy Ridge Skills Academy. And one of the guys there, Mike Greenrose, was the head coach of Spruce Grove at the time. And he moved from Spruce to McEwen. And he needed an assistant coach, and I didn't really have a full-time job. So he asked me to do it, and I thought I'd try it out, and it was something I really, really enjoyed from the start. And so I kind of fell into it, but I'm happy that uh, it all worked out that way. So, yeah, it's been really good, really enjoyable.
1: So coaching wasn't anything really before then that, was it ever something that you kind of thought, like, maybe I'd like to do this, or it just came up and you just jumped at the opportunity and you've fallen in love with it since? I knew I, I really want to stay involved in hockey. I didn't know what
0: capacity I wasn't sure. To be honest, it's something I kind of fell into from playing to coaching. I think that definitely helps with all the coaches I've had. I've had some amazing coaches. I've been coached by guys who coach the NHL and it's great to be able to take what you like from people and then, you know, discard the stuff you didn't really agree with. And I definitely just understand the challenges of what coaches ask. Like systems seem so simple when you're on the whiteboard and you should just be here. But I understand there's so many factors that prevent people from being in the right spot. So I guess maybe just a better understanding of mistakes and why they happen.
1: I want to transition a little bit now and go back to your childhood. I read a really good three-part feature that the Silver Tips wrote, the fact that you grew up in Alaska and were adopted at birth. Can you just tell me a little bit about that experience of growing up in Alaska and just what that was like for you?
0: Yeah, it was a pretty cool childhood. I grew up in a homestead, so our coastless neighbor was a couple kilometers away. Pretty cool childhood where you just go out in the forest and go explore and do whatever you want. There's no noise complaints, so that part was great. And then in the small town I grew up in, it was soccer in the summer and hockey in the winter. So it was just something that I did to hang out with my friends. And to be honest, the first few years, I was probably the worst player on the team, but all my friends were there. So I kind of kept with it. But yeah, it it was definitely a a unique outdoorsy experience. The only rink we had was an outdoor rink. So we're out there until minus 30 and and then they'd start canceling practices, but a lot of fun. Good experience. Parents gave me some cool opportunities too that probably wouldn't have had otherwise.
1: I also read that you moved to Alberta when you were 13, I believe, just for some better competition. Just what was the transition moving from hockey in Alaska to hockey in Alberta? Yeah, it was a huge jump. So in Alaska, they have
0: A and B are considered competitive and then C and D are the house leagues. My little town was a D-league team. And so we were not great. Played against other towns, at, you know, a thousand to 3,000 people population. And then I kind of caught the eye of a coach from the A-team. So we got on a team from the big city. And big city, 70,000 people is the big city there. But so we we would travel to the city to play. And the travel was outrageous. It was two and a half hours each way, three times a week in some pretty uh, crappy road conditions. So... And my dad's like, do you want to make this a thing? you want to try this out? And we go to the Nanook Division One hockey games in Fairbanks. And everyone from their team was from the AJHL. And we had no clue what that is. And so we looked on the internet and Alberta Junior Hockey League. And so we said, well, that must be where they're developing hockey players. And ended up playing a little bit of hockey in Edmonton before I made the move. And then, yeah, I made the move to Leduc for my first year. And it was a pretty big jump. Certainly three years, I went from D to playing AAA, and so it was like a, a massive jump, but I felt like I was ready for it. I felt like the spring hockey in Canada certainly helped me prepare for AAA hockey, but it was just a lot more commitments, better coaching, but it was something that was a lot of fun and so thankful that my dad and, and mom gave me the opportunity to do that, because without that, there's no way I would went as far as I did in hockey.
1: Obviously, you had a very nice minor hockey career, and it ended up giving you an opportunity to play in the Western Hockey League with the Everett Silvertips, where you were the team captain for two consecutive seasons. Just how much did you learn about being a leader in that time frame? And how much of that have you kind of transitioned over to now the fact that you're coaching and teaching kids instead of being the one that's getting taught?
0: Yeah, I definitely learned a lot. Uh, Like I said, I had a a lot of really good coaches, a lot of really good teammates. But my personality, I just like to connect with people. I like to uh, you know, make sure people are going, doing well, help people out. So I think that's part of leadership is just the connection piece and how you can interact with others. But definitely from a young age, coaches stress that with me. I think, you know, being one of the better players on teams, there's an expectation that you're a leader. I'm not sure that that's always the case with those kids, but there's definitely, you know, maybe some extra work that's put into some of those kids to try to to boost their leadership skills. And I think that my Bantam coach, Paul Rye, did a great job. He was very hard on us and very tough, but fair. And, and we learned a whole bunch. And then, like I said, great coaches. When I went to the Western league, I had Kevin Constantine, Jay Verde was there, Craig Hartsburg. So I had some really, really good coaches that all were quite hard on you, but it was all about the right things. It was about being a good person, working hard with a sacrifice for your team. So a lot of really good mentors, some pretty cool teammates to look up to when you are young guys. Well, they treat me very well.
1: Part of the reason why I asked you to do this interview today is it's Black History Month, February. Can I just ask a little bit about your background and just how proud you are of your heritage? So
0: obviously not a lot of you know black hockey players quite proud of where i've gotten to and where i'm at right now being a black man and leading a university hockey team is something that i'm really really proud of as far as heritage mostly nigerian is where my heritage is from would love to go there one day and visit i realize that i'm in a position of power and i'm visible and hopefully that I inspire young black hockey players to not only be able to complete their hockey journey and get where they want to, but if coaching is something that they want to do as well, just let them know it's possible and just takes hard work, knowledge and connecting with people.
1: You mentioned obviously being a role model. I know that growing up and maybe still is one of your role models would be Jerome McGinlock. Just the fact that you had athletes like Jerome, like George LaRock and Edmonton, Now you're in, as you said, a position of power. There's all types of diversity across the NHL now. Just how important is that for kids that decide that they maybe want to try hockey but are looking at it and go, okay, this is a predominantly white sport. Maybe I don't fit in here. Just how important is it for those kids to have role models such as yourself and those guys in the NHL? Yeah, I think it's really important. I think that whatever path you're going
0: down, if you see people who look like you and who have the same experience as you, as you, it makes it a lot easier. I know as a kid, the hardest thing for me was always being the only black player on the team. There's no one to relate to. If anything was sad, I was the only one dealing with it. And so that part for me was very, very hard. But, you know, knowing that people have went through it before and have succeeded, that's, that's a big, a big plus for me. And that helped me a whole bunch. So. I'm hoping, you know, younger kids see it that way. And, and, but yeah, for me, it was the visibility of seeing someone that looked like me, someone who had been through the same things and had persevered through it. That made a big difference for me.
1: Second, last question that I have for you is you obviously have played high level hockey in Canada, in the state. You're obviously now coaching. Just how has your experience been as a hockey player? And I guess now as a coach,
0: I would say mostly positive, you know, had some Really good teammates, coaches. There's been some stuff that's been said that I really didn't appreciate and didn't like and don't think there's a place for it, uh, you know, and it's stuff that's happened, you know, more recently than you would think. And so still some work needs to be done in the game, but I will say that for the most part, it's been a very, very positive experience and, you know, I owe a, a lot to the game of hockey. I, I met my wife because I was playing hockey in, at University of Alberta and a beautiful little girl. And so it's definitely made my life better and I appreciate it, but there's definitely room for it to
1: still be improved. Congratulations to you and your wife on on your daughter. That's awesome. Thanks so much. Just the last question I had for you is obviously there's the Hockey Diversity Alliance. That's obviously a really great initiative. And as I said, while it's maybe not as quick as most people would like it, there is more diversity starting to grow in the game of hockey. So Just, you've been in all kind of three facets. You've been a fan, you've been a player, you've been a coach. Just, do you have a message for anyone that, you know, is maybe a little hesitant about getting involved in hockey?
0: It'll change your life positively. So many good skills are learned, you know, life skills that will help you succeed when you're finished hockey and then just friendships that you build are lifelong and some people that will be in your life forever. it's a great way to exercise and be healthy so there's so many benefits to it i know it's scary especially if you're the only one but people will will take care of you they'll look after you and the game will certainly change your life
1: thank you so much for joining me today yeah thanks for having me thank you for listening to center ice the hockey alberta podcast for this
0: episode and more head to hockeyalberta.ca if there's a topic you'd like covered on an upcoming episode please send an email to info at HockeyAlberta.ca.